Hallelujah. While you're clapping, help me thank God for just being who he is. If you're happy about what God is doing in your life. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We honor God today uh, for who he is and what he's done. Thank God for our music and arts department. They're always on top of something real sharp. I appreciate them. Come on, help me. Appreciate God for them. Hallelujah. If you're ready for the word, say yeah. yeah. Amen. If you're ready for the word, say yeah. yeah. So as we've been talking, y'all stopped that. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I was a 60s pimp or something. You understand? <laughs> One more time. The doom, doom. Hey, uh, what's happening? All right. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So we've been talking this month about finance. Amen. I love my church. Y'all crazy. Amen. Uh, we've been talking about finance. And so on last week, uh, we started and we talked about uh, positioning yourself uh, to prosper or to be prosperous. And we talked about identifying your seasons, uh, whether you're in a season of provision, a season of enough, a season of plenty, a uh, season of wealth and riches or generational wealth. And so we started that. And so uh, today we want to talk about where do I start or how do I start with this uh, uh, progress to get prosperity in my finances. Amen. And so I want you to know that it starts with giving. Okay. It starts with giving. I know y'all got masks on, but I need you to say that with me. It starts with giving. Okay. If you are going to position yourself to prosper and be where God wants you to be financially, it starts with giving. You have to get to a place where you become a giver. Okay. You have to become uh, get to a place where you become a giver. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about three areas of giving: tithes, offering, seeds. Tithes, offering, seeds. We don't talk about a lot of this in church anymore, but we're going to talk about it today, and we're going to have a fresh perspective of it. Okay. And if you really receive it, I believe that you can get happy and dance at the end of this. How about that? Amen. So it all starts with giving tithes, offering, seeds. So tithes. Let's talk about tithes. Can we talk about tithes? When I was growing up in the church, I've been in church my entire life, born and raised in church. And I remember growing up in church and it was time for offering and the deacon would get up and he would open the Bible and he would say, will a man rob God? And as a little kid, I used to think, no, I'm, can't, you can't rob God. That's God. You understand? Like, what? who going to rob God? Then he goes on to say, yeah, he had robbed me in tithes and offering. And so I didn't really understand what that meant. But then he, he went on further and talking about bringing the tithe to the storehouse and all of those type of things. But my point is, I never understood what all of that meant. And so uh, uh, I want to talk about tithes. So I need y'all to tone in. I need y'all that's, that's looking at home. I need you to really pay attention to this because I want to teach you so that you can understand what you're doing and why you're doing it and expect what you do to return to you. Okay. And so tithes, tithes, tithes have been since the beginning of the Bible. Tithe, we all know what tithe is. It's a tenth of our income. It's 10% of your earnings. It's a tenth. Okay. And if you read the Bible, and I'll give you some examples in Genesis chapter 14, verses 18 through 20, Abraham or Abram gave a tithe to Melchizedek. Melchizedek was the chief priest of the temple. And so Abram was in war. And when he won the war, all of his income or spoils, he gave a tenth of that. So go to Genesis 14. Let me show you that. Let me show you that. Genesis 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 18. Can we do it in the New Living? I want to show you something so y'all don't think that tithes is, is, is foreign. Okay? It's not. 
Genesis 14, verse 18 through 20 in the New Living Translation. It says, And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and a priest of God most high, brought Abram some bread and wine. 19. Melchizedek blessed Abram with this blessing. Blessed be Abram by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. Verse 20. And blessed be God most high, who has defeated your enemies for you. Watch this. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. And Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. And Abram gave Melchizedek a what? Okay, come on, be a good class, okay? Mel Abraham gave Melchizedek a what? A tenth. That's, that's your tithes, the 10%. Go to Leviticus chapter 27. Okay, I'm going to give y'all Bible so y'all don't think that at church we just be talking about tithes just to be talking about it. I want to give you some examples and biblical foundation on tithes. We tithe. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay, Leviticus uh, chapter 27 verse 28 through 30 in the New Living Translation. We'll stay there. Y'all loosen up. It's going to get good. Y'all know when we talk about money in church, everybody get tight. Because they think we're going to raise a million dollar offering and there's 75 people in here. But the truth be told, if we needed it, we probably could do it because we got millionaires in the house. Y'all think I receive. I'll I, I be the one millionaire. All right. Okay. Leviticus chapter 27, verse 28 says, however, y'all watch this. However, anything specially set apart for the Lord whether a person, an animal, or family property must never be sold or bought back. Anything to vote, devoted in this way has been set apart as holy, watch this, and it belongs to the Lord. Okay? Verse 29. No person specially set apart for destruction may be bought back. Such a person must be put to death. Verse 30. Here's what I want you to see. All right? Some of y'all may not. I never read this before. One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the field or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. Watch this. One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the field or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. One-tenth. Y'all see that? One-tenth. What is one-tenth of your earnings? It's tithes. Okay? So he says, your tithes, one-tenth of your produce of the land, whether grain or fields, it belongs to the Lord, and it must be set apart. Please understand this. In the Old Testament days, they lived through goods and services. Right? They didn't have bank accounts. They didn't have direct deposit. They didn't have a cash app and Zelle. They didn't have that. They had goods and services. Grains. They had fruit. They had clothes, they had stuff that they made, and they exchanged. It was a lot of exchanges. This was considered their income. And so whatever they grew or they made, they made sure to give God a tenth. Okay. They, they, made sure, they made sure to give God a tenth of whatever they did because it belongs to the Lord and it must be set apart. They gave it to him, the produce of the land, the grain from the field, the fruit of the trees. It was a tenth and it was set apart for God. So as believers, we need to understand that a tenth must be set apart for God. Right? Please, please, please know that when we talk about tithes, uh, uh, for those of that, that, that are real believers, that's not negotiable. When you get paid, you don't go to God and say, you know, God, I, I want to give you the 10, but can I give you 5% this time? You know what I mean? Let me, let me get a hookup. 
we always, it's Black History Month, we always want to hook up. <laughs> hey man, let me get that for $5, man. I only got $5. Let me get a hookup. You can't do that with God, right? 10% belongs to the Lord and must be set apart. Uh, go to Malachi. Everybody know Malachi. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Malachi, we're going to stand in New Living. Malachi chapter 3. I'm just giving y'all some foundation. When it starts with giving, it starts with your tithes, your offering, and your seed. Your tithes. That's what we're talking about. Somebody say tithes. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, in the New Living. We'll stay in the New Living, uh, verse 10. Bring all the tithes. Somebody say all. All the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Bring the tithes. He didn't say, will you bring the tithes? Would you consider bringing the tithes? What you think about bringing your tithes? No, he starts off with bring the tithes. Bring the tithes. It's an opportunity for us to be in compliance with God's instruction. Right? It's an opportunity for us to be in compliance with God's instructions. He said, bring the tithes. So, peep this. We bring the 10% to the storehouse. When you say, uh, bring, bring your tithes into the storehouse, the storehouse is uh, the house of the Lord, the temple. Okay? Let, let me make this plain for you. Bring your tithes to the storehouse so there will be meat in my house. This word meat, Chris, it really represents foundation, substance. And so, when you bring your meat or your money... Because we're talking about finances, right? You can't substitute tithes uh, and don't say money. It's, it's, it's money. Because y'all not selling fruit and producer of the land no more. Y'all got jobs. We bringing in money. Okay? Somebody say money. The reason why a lot of people don't got no money because you don't want to talk about money. I'm very candid with talking about money. Why? Because I need some money. I like money. Y'all can say what y'all want. I don't love. <laughs> I like. Okay. He says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse or, or to the temple so there may be meat in my house. This meat is substance. Please know that we don't just do ministry off of prayers. Listen to what I'm saying. We, we take the meat that's brought to the storehouse, the tithes and the offering, and we keep the lights on. We keep the heat on. We have production so people that's at home can watch from at home. We have all of these things that pushes the agenda of ministry. That's what the meat in the storehouse mean. It don't mean bring your tithes so, so, so pastor and them can drive slick and live slick and they can take all the money and buy suits and carry on. No, gone are the days of that stuff. We're bringing the tithes to the storehouse so that we can feed the homeless. homeless. So we can give away, we got a truck outside, a love mobile. They pack that love mobile up with sweaters and blankets and soup and hot chocolate. That comes from the meat that's in the storehouse. And guess what? When you participate in this thing called tithes, you get credit for what the church does. So when we got wells in Ethiopia, I got my chest out because I paid my tithes. We got wells. We, I'm, we, we got wells. Huh? We got a love mobile. We feed the homeless. We clothe the naked. We are the hands and feet. We are the hands and feet of Jesus because I'm bringing my tithes to the storehouse. It provides substance. Giving the tithes is an act of obedience. Okay, let me move on from there because some of y'all got a little stuck. 
I don't want you to get stuck. Look at somebody and just say, calm down. Well, they can't see your mouth. Just nod your head at them. They know what you mean. So tithes. Starts with giving. Tithes is first. I like tithes because it's an opportunity to be in compliance with God's instructions. He said, bring the tithe, bring them a tenth. I'm going to bring them a tenth. Right? We, 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 we've talked about that before. What to do with the 90. That's another message. But you need to know that if you give him 10, you still got 90 to do what you need to do with. And if you do it the right way, we're probably going to talk about this next Sunday. If you do it the right way, portion order, you're going to always have something at the end of it. Okay. But it starts with tithes. Okay. Giving tithes is an act of obedience. If you're at home, if you don't get nothing else from tithes, write that down. Giving tithes is an act of obedience. Okay. Then we have offerings. Somebody say offerings. Offerings are acts of giving, right? Acts of giving. If you stay in Leviticus uh, chapter 3, uh, read it when you get, get some time. But, but it really breaks down what they call peace offerings, okay? Offering is just an act of giving. I, I, I feel led to give. I, I want to give. And so that's my act of giving. Uh, there are three peace offerings in the book of Leviticus. Uh, Chris, you're going to like this. Three, three peace offerings. Somebody say three. All right. Number one uh, um, peace offering is a Thanksgiving offering. Okay. Uh, Old Testament days, because because they, they didn't have money, and so they didn't have a time to give. <laughs> Amen. They they didn't have those things, and so they gave uh, um, um, out of their their intuition when they when they sensed it or when they felt like it. And so there were three areas. Uh, there was a Thanksgiving offering. Thanksgiving offering was an expression of gratitude for blessings received. Can I help y'all? Every now and then, you ought to just give an offering just because God blessed you. If, if, if you read the Old Testament, and I like the kings of Israel, that's one of my favorite histories. I like to talk about the kings of Israel. A real good king, every time a real good king would win a war and he, he, he would attain spoils, what he would do is he would, he would give God an offering because you blessed us with victory. Right? That's a Thanksgiving offering. I'm happy that you blessed me, so he go an offering. Right? Number two uh, was a vow offering. A vow offering. Before I move to that, can I, just, can I just encourage you? Every now and then, you need to just give God a Thanksgiving offering. Right? No, no, no certain amount. Just, 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 God, here, take this because you just blessed me and I, I appreciate you. On top of my tithes, but here go my offering too. Okay, a Thanksgiving offering just because you, you've been good. And then there's a vow offering. This is the offering giving for fulfillment of a vow or a promise made. Whenever you pray and you ask God to do something for you and he does it, he keeps his vow, he keeps his promise, you, you, you would give a vow offering. God, you did just what you said you would do. Here, I'm going to sow a seed offering. I just want to put an offering in there. Every now and then, people of God, when God does what he says he's going to do, go ahead and give an offering. That's called a vow offering. And then this is the one I like. It's a free will offering. Free will offering is because it's just a spontaneous offering devoted to God. It's, it's just saying, God, you know, you just been good. I'm, I'm, look, here, just take that because I'm moved by how good you've been. And if you think about it, listen at me now. If you think about it, God has been real good to a lot of us, even in the pandemic. And every now and then, you got to just throw something here, God. Just take that. Let me break that off for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you're, you're a good, good father. Here, thank, what my, my son at? Every now and then, son, just break your daddy off. Just here, dad, take this $100 or something. Go get you. That's too much. 
God, God, God is that type of God where when you, when, when you bless him, it, it, it's, it's reciprocity. He blesses you, you bless him back. He blesses you, you bless. It just goes on and on and on. And one thing about God's blessings is it's always bigger than your blessings. Okay, okay, okay. All offerings are, uh, all offerings were acts of giving on purpose with purpose. Right? Acts of giving uh, as it pertains to offerings are acts of purpose on purpose. And you got to know we have offerings here, like liberty offering. Liberty offering is an offering that's, that's positioned and it's an act of giving. You purpose in your heart what you're going to do. You do it on purpose with purpose. Okay? Offerings. Okay? So we had tithes. We got offerings. Right? Yeah? Y'all nod or something? Okay. We got tithes. We got offering. Then... Um, we, we had this revelation, Pastor Kelly, about uh, a fresh approach to giving, right? There's a fresh approach. Because if you, if you look at Old Testament, it's a lot of ritualistic, uh, legalistic type of stuff that's going on. Uh, if you read Malachi, sometimes you'll be giving out of fear because you're scared that if you don't give, God going to do something to you. You're going to be cursed and all that type of stuff. But when you understand that Jesus has redeemed us from the curse, you don't be scared about being cursed. You just do what you're supposed to do as a believer. Y'all got it? Okay, and so there's a fresh approach to giving. Can, you, can I give you this? We give here because we love God and we trust God. Okay, we give because we love God and we trust God. We're not giving because we're scared if we don't, our car going to break down. You know, growing up in church, they scared you to give. I ain't got to say nothing. I, I done heard the preacher say, all right, you don't pay your tithes, something is going to happen. And soon as, soon, as soon as your refrigerator go out, you, you, you beating yourself up. God, I said, I paid my tithes, my refrigerator get out. That ain't got nothing to do with your tithes. That has everything to do with that jack leg refrigerator you got. That fridge there. Reach in that fridge there and give me some ice. We give because we love God and we trust God. Love, love, love motivates us to give to a God who gives to us first. God loved us so much that he gave. That's what I love about God. God is not a re-nigger. He's not going to talk about what he's going to do and not do it. He's going to do everything that he said he was going to do. And so if he loves us, he's going to show us by giving. Romans chapter 5. I got Bible. Y'all quiet, but I'm preaching. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. In the New Living Translation says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners. He gave. Y'all know John 3, 16. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Love is an expression. It's not about what you say, but it's about what you do. If you say you're going to love me and I need you, you better show up for me. And so we give because we love God. Love is an expression. 1 Corinthians, put that on the screen. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the New King James Version. I want y'all to see something. Your love uh, uh, is a matter of, of, of heart and motive, right? And so we got to make sure that, 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 that when we love God, our motives are right and we're giving from a good place, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 through 3 in the New King James says, and this Paul, I like Paul. Paul give it to you wrong. Paul says, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clinging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. 
And though I bestow, I, I need you to catch this because when I read this, Floyd, it kind of gave me, it hit a little different for me because I looked at it from a different perspective. He says, he says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, this word burn means to work hard or, or to give it your all, but I have not love, it profits me nothing. This is for the people that think they doing God a favor when they just giving without a right heart. It's easy if I got $100,000 and you need a hundred. It's easy for me to give you the hundred. That ain't nothing for me, right? I can do that. And I don't get credit for that if I'm not loving you on top of the giving. That's why my family don't really call me and ask me for money because I love you enough to talk to you first before I give you the money. <laughs> so before, before you get money from me, I love you enough. We're going to talk some. Why, why, why are you late? What's, what's going on? You make $17 an hour. What's, you, know, you know what I'm saying? That, <laughs> I do that because I love you. If I didn't love you, I would have gave it to you and just let you continue to die. But because I love you, huh, huh, because I love you, I'm able to give to you from a different perspective. Okay? Because the, of the position of my heart, my motive. Watch this. Write this down. My return on what I do is contingent upon my motive. If your motive ain't right, you can't expect the return on it to be right because your heart ain't right. And I heard some of y'all say, well, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. That's different. I love God. I love my church. And I want to see God's plan for it prosperous. So when it's time for me to give, I love God. So I give it. I give it. I give it because I love God. Anybody love God besides me? And so because I love him, whatever I got to do to prove my love, I'm going to do it even if that's giving up that money. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 verse 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You know what's important to a person when you see where their heart is. If it's important to you, that's where your heart is. I give because I love God. Then I give because I trust God. Right. I trust God. If you read Luke chapter 16, I ain't got time to really go through. But but verses one through 13, it really talks about it really talks about an unjust steward. Right. He couldn't be faithful with his money. OK. Read it when you get a chance. Uh, Luke chapter 16, verse one through 13. It's an unjust steward. But in this text, Jesus defines money in the text as the least. OK. I want you to understand that he he he, he defines money as the least. Understand this. If you can't trust God with the least, you won't trust him with the great. So we give because we trust God. And watch this. It's never about the money. It's all about the trust. Because if I trust that God is going to take care of me, I have no problem giving him the money because I know he got me. Oh, y'all got quiet. See, see, the, the, the problem that we have in church is we always talk about trusting God, but we don't want to act on trusting God. Trusting God says, if I need to give a thou, I'm going to get a thou because I trust that you got me. Okay. Okay. It's never been about the money. Okay. Saying you trust God is not enough. My ability to give is proof of my trust in God. If I can't give money, then my trust in the money and not in God. If you ever catch somebody that's tight and always holding on to their money, that means they trust their money more than they trust God. 
And at some point, you got to grow up in this thing. If, if we are people of faith, if we are believers, that means we got to trust God with everything, including our money. It's amazing how we can trust God with everything other than that money. Oh, God, I received my healing. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on. I got a job. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. No, no, no. Uh, I got to give how much? I don't know, God, because I trust you for that healing for diabetes, but I don't know about my money now. What is that? What is that? That's, 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 called, that's called an unbalance in your walk. You can't trust God with one thing, but don't trust him with the other thing. If I trust you, I trust you. I, 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 I watched an interview with a celebrity. I'm not going to say his name, but he says that, now this guy's a multimillionaire, right? He says in the interview, every morning, a part of my routine is checking my bank account because I want to make sure that my money is still there because I don't trust the banks. So I got to make sure that my money is still there. And it dawned on me that you don't serve God because I'm not checking my account every day. Mm -mm. My wife got this thing. I don't have it. I don't know why my cash app don't ding. But she got this thing on her phone. Whenever she get a cash app, it'd be like, cha-ching. <laughs> and I'd be like, wow. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> he, 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 when you trust God, cha-chings are expected to come with the trust. <laughs> oh, I, I just want to prophetically release a cha-ching in your life. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> because I trust God enough, when he asks for something, I just expect a cha-ching to come back. So this guy I was watching, man, I'm talking about, if I told you his name, you'd be like, this dude is loaded. There's no way he should have any concern about his money. But it was obvious that he did not have God. So he just trusted that his money and his banks and whoever was supposed to take care of his money would take care of his money. But when you have God, you trust him. So I give because I love God and I trust God. Okay, that's, that's tithes and offering. Clap your hands for tithes and offering. Seed. Now, uh, if, if, if you are going to prosper and you're going to position yourself uh, to be where you're supposed to be, you're going to need to sow seed. Okay? You, you're going to have to sow seed. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, as sure as the earth remains, there will be seed. Can y'all see this? Okay. I, I, I couldn't get a seed because I, I, I wanted y'all to see it. So I got a little pebble. This is my seed. Can y'all see that? As sure as the earth remains, there will be seed time harvest. Okay? And so if you are going to position yourself to prosper, you gotta be in position to sow seeds. Right? Always be in position to sow. Okay? You have to keep seed in the ground. And so if I'm going to expect God to do something for me, I got to always make sure that I have seed in the ground. This is my flower pot. This represents seed. Y'all see? This is the dirt. Ain't that cute? My wife got a cricket. I should have had her put seed on there or something like that. Dirt. Uh, amen. Okay. Seed. Somebody say seed. seed. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Put that on the screen. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 6 and 7 in the New Living Translation. I'm, I'm positioning myself to prosper, and so I got to make sure that I keep 
seed in the ground, right? Uh, we, 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 we oftentimes uh, do ourselves a disservice for not sowing seed. Now, I know that seed is not always money because, you know, you can sow love, you'll get love. If you sow peace, you'll get peace. But we're talking about money. So for the sake of this money talk, we, we, we talking about money. So you want to make sure that uh, you, you are positioning yourself to sow seed, right? What, what does that look like? That, that looks like if the Lord prompts your heart to uh, bless somebody, that's seed financially. If, if, if God put it on your heart to uh, uh, pay for somebody's groceries or, or, or pay for somebody's uh, merchandise or buy their coffee or something, that's seed, right? So the Bible says this. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small, well, you know what, since he said it like that, let me put a little more. Okay. So, 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 a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God, I love this, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. If, if you sow in little, you're going to get little. But if you... Y'all, make sure. I guess this is my increase, huh? Let me get this too. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm sowing seed because my expectation is I need a big harvest. <laughs> and so many times we put ourselves in a place not to receive because we don't put seed in the ground. Please understand, if there is no seed, there is no harvest. So don't get it twisted. Yeah, God can work a miracle, but if I work this plan, I don't need a miracle. I just need the seed to produce. All right. I, I, when I wrote this, uh, uh, Brina, <laughs> I, this was when I felt like the service was going to get up uppity, but I was excited in my spirit because I'm one of the ones who got seed in the ground. <laughs> and so, so, so when he says stuff, the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. That that's me. Okay. Okay. So, so what do you sow into? What do you sow? You sow into uh, kingdom projects. You sow seeds in, into stuff that, that you want to see manifest. Uh, Mexico, you sow into that, right? Uh, uh, the water well, you sow into that, right? That's, that's good stuff. You sow into kingdom, kingdom projects. You, you sow into kingdom priests, men and women of God. Some, sometimes, every now and then, and, and I'm just going to say it, it don't matter. Every now and then, I just put a little something in pastor's hand. Hey, take that. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what you do with it. I don't even care. I just want to make sure that I got seed. I want to make sure that I got seed in the ground. And as long as I got seed in the ground and it's generous, that means that I'm going to get a generous return. And so I also give in kingdom principles because if I love you, I'm going to give you something. And sometimes you got to just listen to God when he's telling you to sow seed and sow seed into other people. It's all right. It's okay. Walk up to somebody and just give them, you, you got to fold. I, do we need to ha have a class on how to exchange money in, in secret? <laughs> Ebony, I'm a mob guy, right? And so one of my favorite movies is Goodfellas. And, 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 
and, and, and Robert De Niro played one of the guys and he would fold up the money in his hand and he would slide a handshake and put that money in their hand. Every now and then fold that bill up and just slide it in somebody. That's C. Galatians chapter 6 verse 79 in the King James Version. I'm going to get out of here because I, I feel myself, right? One, one thing uh, about preachers, they always say stuff like, I feel it. <laughs> Y'all may not understand that, but that's a true state. You kind of sense like, you about to bust, but the people like, well, you bust on your own time because I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For if, if, if that soweth is in the flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. Watch this. And let us not be weary in doing well. We're talking about money. We're talking about sowing seed. Can I tell you something? Don't get tired of sowing seed. As long as you got seed, because the Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So as long as you got the seed, you need to make sure that you plant the seed so that you can assure that you got a harvest. I think I done planted a lot of seed, right? He says, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Listen to me, people of God. As we position ourselves for, for the best financial future that we've ever seen, <laughs> as we position ourselves for the best financial future that we've ever seen, you got to make sure that you participate in seed. E flat now, if we're gonna if we're gonna go, if if if, if we got to make sure that we participate in seed time. Seed. See this. Now, one thing about seed, you got to understand. That the seed that you plant is always smaller than the harvest that you're gonna receive. <laughs> oh my God! I've been so 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 you plant seed. Bible says seed time, right? Saw that little bitty seed that I planted. One thing I love about God is God's manifestation of harvest is always bigger. Then the seat. Y'all better catch what I'm saying. Uh, and so my responsibility is if this is going to be the, 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 the reflection of my harvest, I better make sure that I sow seed. Because the more seed, the more harvest. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm, I'm about to flip out. I'm about to flip out. So, so. In order for me to keep on receiving harvest, I got to keep planting seed. And so, seed, time, harvest. Watch it because this is heavy, right? Sometimes your harvest will be much bigger and heavier, oh my God, <laughs> than your seed. And so, so I just heard the Holy Ghost. Somebody need to get ready for your harvest. Get ready. Get ready for your harvest. Get, get ready for your harvest. Because as sure as the earth remains, there will be seed, time, 
harvest. And so you keep sowing seed, and I need you to know this is for, oh my God, uh, I just heard this from the Lord. For those of us who got seed in the ground, uh, we, we, got, we got seed in the ground, I need you to start looking for your harvest. Oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I got another one, I got another one. And see, one thing I love about God, sometimes you don't even be expecting a harvest. <laughs> but it just show up, right, right, right. And so I need to tell somebody, oh my God. Uh, uh, do me a favor and wave at somebody and say, my harvest is coming. <laughs> uh, look at about two or three more people and say, hey, neighbor. No, no, yell at them and say, hey, neighbor. My harvest is coming. Can you say that? How can you say that? I need a mic. I need a mic. How can you say that? Because as sure as the earth remains, there will be seed, time, and harvest. And so I know, I know I'm only talking when you're talking to a few of y'all. Because because everybody can't have this expectation. But I believe it's about 45 people in here. During the whole pandemic, I feel something different, right? You kept on sowing seed. Even in a pandemic, you kept on sowing. <laughs> Even when you really didn't have it, you kept on sowing. And as sure as the earth remains, there will be seed time harvest. I wonder today if there's anybody in the room that's been waiting on God to move. Can I prophesy to you today? Your harvest is coming. Do me a favor and wave at your neighbor and say, oh, say, oh, neighbor, my harvest is coming. The Bible says, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Good measure. Press down, shake it together, running over, press down, oh my God, shake it together, running over, shall men give unto you, and I believe, I feel preaching now man, and I believe that it's harvest time. Because I got seed in the ground, and whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Wave, wave at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I'm in agreement with the prophet, and I believe that it's harvest time. Go ahead. I know it's winter, but God doesn't operate in the same time and season that we operate in. God's time is not my time, but even though it's winter, I, 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 I believe that it's harvest time. Y'all can look at me now like I'm crazy, so I can preach to myself. I've sold. The whole pandemic, I had seed in the ground the whole time. People lost their job, but I still sold. People lost their mind, but I still sold. 
didn't have it to give and I still sold but I, I, I believe that seed time and harvest seed time harvest Seed time harvest give and it shall be given good measure press down shake it together run it over good measure press down shake it together run it over good measure press down shake it together running over so much more because I'm tripping over manifestation I got so much stuff that I'm falling all over the place anybody here that wants your harvest good measure press down shake 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 it together shall men give unto you good measure press down shake 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 it together run it over good measure press down shake it together run it over y'all better receive it good measure press down shake it together run it over good measure press down shake it together and run it over I got good news for somebody in the room you're expecting a harvest God told me to tell you be not weary in well doing for in due season I got a word due season is right now I know this ain't for everybody, but even if this ain't for you, you better lift your hands and receive it. My season is right now. I'm trying to let this thing alone but I'm thinking about my seed and all I can hear is <laughs> good measure press down shaking together and running over good measure press down shake 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 shaking together and running over I'm trying to let this alone Floyd but I feel it in my shadow press down shake it together running over I need y'all to confess it good measure press down shake it together and running over good measure press down shake it together and running over Shaking together and running over. 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 Somebody! 
and messy but I just heard the Lord say that there are some of us you're going to have so much harvest you're going to be tripping over stuff and falling over stuff and, and, and you're going to need more room because because it's sloppy it's sloppy it's sloppy it's sloppy it's, I've been giving and God going to give me like this he's going he gonna to do it like this he's going to do it like good measure press down Shaking together, tell me, give unto you. I want to tell you, as I go to my seat, get ready. TD Jakes ain't here, but get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. If I be a man of God, you should go to the Lord will shot. Your harvest is coming. If I be a man of God, Get ready! Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> your harness is coming. Wave at your neighbor and say, hey, hey, neighbor, take a good look at me because where I am right now, I'm not going to stay here because I'm moving. I'm moving. Press down, shake it together, run it over. But is there anybody here that's ready for your harvest? Now don't wait till the battle is over. Shout like you already got it. Don't wait. Hey, don't wait. 
Everybody can't get happy on this harvest time because they ain't got no seed. <laughs> but I'm talking to about 45 of y'all. You've been sowing seed. And, and I know winter is really not the, the, the manifestation of harvest season. But since I don't serve a God that operates in my time and my season anyway, I can start looking for my harvest. And for those of us, oh my God, yes God, for those of us that, that have been sowing seed, I need you to start looking for your harvest because it's here right now. Now if you believe it, open up your mouth and give them glory. Come on, I thought you got your harvest. need to sow seed right now. Some of y'all to sow seed right now. Ho, ho. Okay. Only I didn't I didn't wear candy. I didn't wear my shoes to shout. my cute shoes I can't really shout in these but I just believe so strongly that that <laughs> I believe so strongly that harvest is coming I gotta sow a praise offering to let God know that I appreciate him for what he's done but I also appreciate him for what's coming so if you got seed in the ground and you're expecting the harvest, I need you to take about 30 seconds and shout for what's coming. Come on. One, two, three, come on.
today and you need prayer or you want to connect with this ministry you want us to cover you you need to text the word good life to 54244 somebody's going to be there to pray with you to minister to you so that you can get everything you need let's not forget about our, our announcement let's not forget about the home buyers workshop saturday Married Life with Reggie in London, February 27th. You can go to our website or you can go to the app and you can get more information. Y'all stand up. We finna go. Don't sit down. Please keep in mind all of the announcements. I'm going to pray for you. Oh, also don't forget. Yeah. We got our Lifeline throwback sweaters they're downstairs so if you want one go downstairs and get you one so we can celebrate the big 14 our 14th year anniversary is coming up listen i did hit the lord say some of y'all need to sow today so make sure that you are sowing seed whether it's mexico whether it's just in the church if it's to the man or woman of god make sure you put seed in the ground today let me pray. Father, thank you so much for this message of giving. Thank you for seed time harvest. Thank you for tithes and offering. Thank you for allowing us to give because we love you and we trust you. We leave here in expectation for a great harvest. So cover us with your blood. Let us make it to our various destinations safe and sound. It is in the miraculous name of Jesus Christ. Everybody say amen. Go in peace. And if you need to shout, go ahead and get your one in for your harvest.